This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday the 7th of December. In your Squiz today, interest rates reach a 10-year high, China tries to shake off COVID, Vale Kirsty Alley, and spilling the royal tea. This is your Squiz today. We talked about this yesterday, so Squizzers knew it was likely that the Reserve Bank would lift the official cash rate by 0.25% to 3.1%. That has happened, and it marks the eighth rate rise in a row, taking it to the highest level in a decade. Now, Claire, that means those making monthly repayments on a $500,000 mortgage are now paying an extra $834 a month compared to May. It's a lot of money for those with a mortgage to find when you look back on where we started in the first half of the year when interest rates were 0.1%. Treasurer Jim Chalmers yesterday acknowledged that rate rises are having a harsh and heavy consequence for Australians. Uh, He also noted that we're hostage to international events that are out of our control and that includes things like the war in Ukraine, uh, the ongoing COVID lockdowns in China uh, and high levels of inflation in other countries. And we're not done yet. Rates could go as high as 3.85%. That's according to Westpac and ANZ. Mm, There's a lot of economic data to drop before the Reserve Bank has to consider that, including today's national accounts that will tell the story of how the economy has grown during the July to September quarter. And there will be a lot of eyes on inflation, that is how much price go up in the coming weeks. But the big question on many people's minds is what is going to happen with energy prices? Yeah, and Squizzes will remember that we launched the week with a chat about electricity policy, which really is just how you want to kick your Monday off. But <laughs> National Cabinet that was meant to be meeting today with Prime Minister Anthony Albanese talking to the states and the territory leaders about some proposals uh, to bring down electricity prices, uh, that won't be happening because he has covid so it's been delayed until Friday. Uh, They're still flagging the same issues that we talked about on Monday. It's a complicated thing to reduce power prices. And if they're going down the road of capping gas and coal prices, they're commodities, of course, that are used to fire power plants. It could also be very expensive for the federal government. Several premiers have also complained about a lack of specifics, but Albanese insists bureaucrats have been working it through with a whole lot of detail in his words. As you say, National Cabinet is now on Friday, so we won't have to wait long to find out how that big cost of living pressure will be eased. Claire, you mentioned earlier that Treasurer Jim Chalmers yesterday said the ongoing COVID situation in China is impacting our economy, but that could be about to change as major cities, including Beijing and Shanghai, have started to ease some restrictions. Now, that includes widespread lockdown measures and mandatory regular PCR testing, and it follows last week's unprecedented anti-lockdown protests. 
Yeah, those protests were surprising. It's really rare to see such overt challenges to President Xi Jinping's authority. Uh, Yesterday, Reuters, which is a big media organisation, they reported that Chinese authorities are set to announce the easing of more restrictions today. Uh, Commentators say that the Communist Party has really underestimated the public's anger after three years of really strict health measures. And while it's unlikely that restrictions will be completely scrapped anytime soon. It seems that things are changing there. Mm, and such a fascinating situation and one that's really impacted the whole world because we're all just so reliant on China for many of the products we use every day. Mm. And if you'd like to know more about it, our Squiz shortcut out tomorrow covers it off in accessible detail. So be on the lookout for that. Today marks five years since the passing of same-sex marriage legislation in Australia, so it's a bit of a reflection point as the Indonesian parliament yesterday passed laws that criminalise sex outside of marriage. And commentators say that's really targeted at the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's not the only change to the country's criminal code that was passed yesterday. The new laws also criminalise living with a partner if you're not married, and they've forbidden insults about the president. Uh, Indonesia's population, of course, is dominated by a Muslim majority, and its legislature is conservative. So uh, these changes really are in line with the majority of their lawmakers' outlook on life. Uh, But human rights rights campaigners have criticised the moves uh, with particular concerns that they will reduce religious freedoms and disproportionately affect women. Yes, and despite Indonesia's conservatism, the country has been long hailed for its religious tolerance. But Amnesty International is one group that has warned that democracy in the country is in decline. Children of the 80s and 90s will know film and TV star Kirstie Alley. She's died at the age of 71 following a recent cancer diagnosis. She was best known for her role as Rebecca Howe on the popular 80s sitcom Cheers, which I have to say I watched on hard rotation in my youth. (laughs) But my favourite was always her work on another comedy series called Veronica's Closet. Did you ever see that, Claire? I have never seen that. I was aware of it, but never actually watched it. Um, Her very famous movie, Look Who's Talking, with John Travolta was probably more my thing. Uh, She was a huge star. She was a big personality and she was also very talented. She won several of the big awards during her career. Uh, She also became a brand ambassador, uh, most notably for weight loss company Jenny Craig. The media was always on at her about her weight and she actually talked quite a bit about the effect that that had on her while she was in the spotlight. Yeah, and in her later years, she turned to reality TV, most recently featuring in the US version of The Masked Singer earlier this year. And yesterday, her kids honoured their incredible, fierce and loving mother. And I reckon, Claire, you should go back and watch Veronica's Closet. Treat yourself over Christmas. (laughs) I'll put it on the list. Claire, we don't like to gossip here at The Squiz, but you'd have to have been living under a rock not to have seen the hoo-ha surrounding the new Meghan and Harry doco series that will drop on Netflix later this week. And that came really after an extended trailer for the show released yesterday, and it promised that they won't be pulling any punches. 
Uh, Siobhan, I don't know about you, but I love a bit of gossip, so I'm all for it. <laughs> I was trying to come across as, you know, holy and <laughs> decent. <laughs> oh, yes, very decent, but, yeah, love a bit of goss. Uh, look, you couldn't move yesterday for coverage about this latest trailer. Uh, in it, there's a voiceover of Harry who declares that stories were leaked and planted about him and Meghan uh, by his family and the machinery that supports them. And he also talks about the pain and suffering of women who marry into the family. And there's images, as he's saying that, of Meghan and Diana and Kate. So, look, it's fairly safe to say that it's not going to go anywhere near healing the rift that's in that family. Yes, and there's been no word from Buckingham Palace just yet on their reaction. But you can judge for yourself from 7pm Eastern Daylight Time tomorrow when the first three episodes of Harry and Meghan drop here in Oz. That's it from us today. Thanks for listening and we'll be back with you again tomorrow. 